Welcome to the Awaken Your Truth podcast. We are your hosts, Katie and Ginny. Join us as we connect to the truth of who we really are, the eternal energy of joy, love, and peace. Together with you, we will expand the awareness of what is possible and create a new way of being beyond the mind to experience more joy, joy, joy. joy. <laughs> Welcome to Awaken Your Truth. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we have a fun topic for you guys today, how to make a good decision. I can't wait to go into this. First, Jenny, what is yeah. your joyful moment? I want to share with you the joyful moment I had last weekend. I was with Cassie in Texas at her parents' beach house. Yes. And we were walking along the pier. It was sunset-ish. Yeah, the sun was setting. And this place is known as the place you go to see dolphins. And there was so many dolphins jumping like two at a time all over the it was they were everywhere there was like 50 dolphins and they were so active and joyful and playful but the best part so we were having that and I kind of like out of the corner of my eye kind of caught this light and I turned and looked and the moon was rising it was like sitting on the horizon and I'm just like oh my goodness so we then walked that way and saw dolphins jumping in the mo- in the water while the moon was rising and it was a full moon and so I was just like this is amazing this I could just feel it the the moon brings me a lot of joy so <laughs> that was that. that is incredible that feels like a magical dream and I also I don't know if you were a sticker girl growing up like th- this might be a little bit aging me but these these stickers by this woman I can't remember we used to have sticker books and collect them yes. and I swear there was a sticker of dolphins at the sunset dolphins. and a moon rising like a fantasy sticker and that's what yeah. it feels like just wow. magic it was so beautiful yes I love it <laughs> what about you what is your joyful moment well, this is fun because it kind of ties into our topic today. Oh, cool. I went outside early this morning for my morning walk and I opened the door and there was so much snow <laughs> that I hadn't been expecting. Surprise! Yeah. And I, I was like, do I even want to go for a walk? And I heard, no, it's going to be too hard. It's not going to be fun. And in that moment, I was like, wait a second, like, who is saying this? This ties in. Yeah, I know who is saying this. And I tuned in and I felt into the moment and I was checking in with my body. Does my body want to go for my, for a walk? And my body was like, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. (laughs) And I, then I said, well, that's my mind. Then my mind is telling a story of this is going to be hard. You're going to have to walk really slow. You can't walk fast. And so I was like, okay, mind. Well, guess what? I'm just, my body feels like, okay, with this, I'm going to go for a walk. And if it's hard and I don't like it, I'll just come back. So I got my boots out, which I wasn't planning to pull out. I got my boots, got my gear on, started my walk. And yeah, I was walking slower, but it was so peaceful. And the trees were covered with this glistening snow. It was still dark. So I had my headlamp on, but everywhere I looked with my headlamp was sparkle, 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 just like this beautiful inside of a snowball. Yeah. And I was walking and just enjoying being in the snow. So it was a really fun example of just practicing 
when we make decisions with our mind and what that feels like. And, and there's nothing wrong with making decisions from your mind. It's just like, do you want to in that moment, make a decision with your mind, or do you want to tune into like what your body's enjoying or what your body wants to do? Yeah. Do you, is there a separation for you between what your body wants to do or what your inner being wants to do? Ooh, no, my inner being will do anything. My inner (laughs) being is like, there's, we can do whatever. And I do feel like my body or my human form, I'm practicing tuning into that more. And yeah, I do feel like there's kind of a difference. That is so cool. What do you feel like? I feel the same. I feel like my inner being is unconditionally loving and supportive, but sometimes my body is not maybe ready for something. So maybe my body me in that example would have needed rest, maybe would have needed more rest. Whereas my inner being, if I felt into that would have felt like love and yes and wonderful. And then my body's like, then I can lovingly take rest, you know? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. This is interesting. (laughs) So can you make how do you make a good, a good decision, Katie? I love this question so much because my truth is there's no such thing as a bad decision. That is also my truth. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a trick question, isn't it? Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> but we are going to talk about like how maybe a better question is like, we didn't give it that title on purpose, but yes. we're going to be talking about how to make the most aligned decision for you in a moment. Mm -hmm. But why do you believe that you can't make a bad decision? My truth, the core of my truth is that everything is always for me. I I have a trust and knowingness that I can't get it wrong. Yeah, but Katie, what if what if bad things happen? What if you make a decision and something bad happens from that decision? I choose what's bad. I choose what's bad or good. Like I choose my reaction and my consciousness decides how things are for me. So even if you said yes to go on the, on the walking this morning and you had to go slower, then it started blizzarding and then you fell over, you would say, (laughs) and your head like, angel. (laughs) So you're saying none of that would have been bad. No. Yeah. No. I'm playing into this guys. Like, I know I'm, you are. Really? I know. But it is so, so true. It's a great example. We choose, we choose how we define things and you get to say this is good or this is bad, or you get to have a response that is, this is what it is. And I'm going to move forward in this way, or this is like this right now we can if you have yeah if you have access to the belief and the truth that everything is for me that is one of the most I think the most powerful beliefs and truths you can tune into that you can strengthen within yourself everything is for me it is so freeing it feels like absolute freedom to have that as a truth and yeah. really understanding that and knowing it in my core, I think 
really stopped the back and forth of like the pros and the cons and the seriousness of decision-making. But I'm going to ask you, Jenny, how did you get to the place of that knowingness that everything is for you? I will answer that, but let's talk about the difference first. We did want to share about the difference of a knowing, right? What, Mm -hmm. what I define as what a knowing is, is similar to embodying something. So it's an experience where you're (laughs) such a silly way to define. You're not in your head. You just know it. There's no questions about it. There's no choice. It just is. And let me use this example. See if this makes sense is how do you know what love is? How do you know what love is? Right. It's, you can't describe it. You can't grab it. You can't, you just feel, you just know when Mm -hmm. it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, good description. And so that's like a knowing, like, I know, I know this. And so that is one experience. And when Katie and I are often talking about our truths and knowing our truths, it's this experience of embodying this knowing so that there's no question. There's no analytical process of anything. There's no figuring out. It's a, a knowing of this. And I would say when the knowing isn't there and there feels like there's pressure to make a decision then that pressure in my experience often comes from the mind fearing missing out or doing something wrong. How is that how you would define a knowing as well? Is there anything you would add to that? What a knowing is for you? I'm thinking about, I'm trying to think about the last time I made a decision. Okay, well, let's let's step back for a second. Okay. So this is what happens <laughs> when you live in a note when you live in this state of being that's very present and you're just very connected to your truth and to your knowing. Mm-hmm. You aren't making decisions. You're not yeah. having the experience of having to weigh pros or cons or think yes. about this or think about that or the I've got to make this decision because you are in your knowing and. When a choice needs to be made, it's in the moment. And there's a, I would say there's like an inner guidance that comes up for you. And it's just this way or this way or this way. And it all happens in the moment. So there's never any thinking about what I might do in the future because we don't do that. Well, I still have that pop up, but then I can come back to the now and say, I don't have to think about that yet. (laughs) Perfect. So that's a good one. So you can practice if you're like, oh, I need to make a decision about that to say, wait a second. What if I don't need to make a decision? What if I'll know when the time is right? I love this. Yeah. Let's think about a tangible yes. situation because we're kind of like lofty. We're in the ethers. But how do we how could we give an example for somebody who's making a decision? What might a decision be that someone makes? Okay. Should I get a new job? Yeah. Yes. And there's many questions that could come from this. Should I get a new job? What should it be? How do I get it? 
Mm-hmm. It's all kind of around the same thing of the new job. The question is around the new job. The new job. And when you shared those examples, I can see right away how easily the mind wants to get in and control and figure things out. Yes. And we're all used to doing things that way. Like we've been living our lives from the mind. The mind is going to micromanage and say, okay, then if this happens, then this can happen and this can happen and this can happen. But that's what causes us like stress in disease is that overactive trying to control the future when there is no such thing as the future, like that neediness to control. Yeah. Right. So the, the difference is, when you can come back to the now and, and maybe I would even say like, interesting, this is coming up. I'm open. I'm open. And then like, drop it. I'm open. And then follow something. Maybe someone tells you about a position open. You're like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll go explore. Like if it feels right, but it's not like, that's my chance. I got to take it. That's the thing that I need to do to make this money or to do this. Like there's just a big difference between that open exploration of curiosity and following that then the mind saying, this is the next step. And this is the next step. But what if I don't do this, then this is going to happen. Oof, that just feels really overwhelming. One of the like underlying shifts that you're making, if, if you're listening to us <laughs> is, is yes, being more present, but also shifting from making decisions from your mind to making decisions from your inner guidance, from your inner being, from that inner intelligence. And when you were speaking, Katie, I had this image come to me that our mind is like someone's been assigned a role at work and it's been doing the same role. This is its job. You know, your job is to figure out the plans and to know all the details and to forecast the future. That's what you've been assigned to do. And then all of a sudden your boss comes in and says, that's not your job anymore. And then you're saying, okay, well, what is my job? And they're like, no, no, you don't have one yet. <laughs> we'll we'll call on you once in a while. <laughs> and so this person is like, well, this person is like <laughs> left wandering around yeah. aimlessly. And that's kind of what we're saying to our mind is like, we're gonna, we're giving you a different role now. We're gonna not use you in the same way. We are going to use you. Oh my goodness, you're very important. But in the moment. And exactly. Yes. I heard that from my inner being not too long ago, just the mind is so amazing and it's most powerful in the moment, like in the moment you call on that mind in the moment. Yeah. That's so, I just, I was wondering if I wanted to go into talking about that power of the mind, but maybe we'll do another one on that. Oh, I love it. Right. Because a lot of times in this awakening process, like we kind of start to see, we observe what the mind's been doing and it can kind of be seen as like, Ooh, the mind, bad, bad mind. Right. Yeah. We judge our mind. <laughs> we judge our mind. But it is such a powerful tool. And we've been using the mind for so long and like trying to control and manipulate. But I think our listeners like us, we're opening to this new way of creating beyond the mind, which is like flowy and inspired and trusting and knowing that everything is working out and how when we do that, the universe can just surprise and delight us. And it's so much fun. 
So what if you don't fully trust yet? Like, what if you have this awareness? So some of the things that we've mentioned that you can identify that you're trying to use your mind to figure something out is we, you feel like you're going to miss out on something or you fear missing out fear of getting it wrong. fear like the idea that something bad might happen if I make this choice or make this choice Mm -hmm. is there any other pros and cons lists that's a big one you're in your mind is there any other ones that pop up for you just like almost like just this obsessing of the mind like when I can feel my mind obsessing obsessing about it yeah I can I can catch my mind spinning about something and then I'm like stop it. (laughs) Okay. So those are all great things. Now you catch it and you say, okay, I'm open, but what if you don't actually trust yet? What if it, what can you coming back to your original question, how do you build your trust into the knowing? How do you get to the knowing that it's going to be okay? No matter what I choose, no matter what decision I make the opening, like I'm open to this. Um, the collecting of the evidence was very powerful for me, powerful for me. I could say, okay, I'm just going to release this. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to release it. And then observing what happened and like, oh, wow, that actually worked out. That's evidence. I'm going to collect that. And wasn't it so much more fun that way? That's evidence. I'm going to collect that. That builds your trust muscle. Yes. I love it. I have an example. When I was trying to book a hotel's accommodation, we're going to the Keys in a couple of weeks for the weekend with the family. And I was trying to book hotels and it was very expensive. And I was saying, this doesn't feel right. And I found this place that feels really good. And I, I'm like, no, it doesn't quite feel right. And I would put it down and I would come back to it. I'm like, it's the same place. Oh, it just feels good, but nope, doesn't feel right to like the value for the money exchange just didn't feel good. And I got the whisper basically that was like, just don't do this right now. And just open up like something you haven't thought of is available to you, but you have to let it go. So don't make a decision now. Stop trying to figure it out. And then two or three days later, when my brother was booking his tickets to come down, he's like, Oh, do you want me to, I have this like coupon. Do you want me to book it for the accommodations? And so we saved half 50% or something. And I'm like, yes, here's the one go use it here. So I had no idea of that, but it was a very clear experience of let it go. Stop trying to figure it out. Like don't decide now just open. And it came in in a way that I never would have thought and oh, I love this so much. Yeah. This is the key though, is that you had to be willing to release the fear of I'm going to miss out. If I don't make a decision now, There's I'm going to miss out. I'm going to miss out. Right. The biggest thing was it's going to get more expensive. The closer we get. Yeah. So you had to trust and release yes. that fear because the knowingness wasn't there. And, yes. and it was a whisper. Like it didn't yes. feel quite right. Sometimes I feel like we try to push things when it doesn't feel quite right because of yes. the fear. Yes. But Instead of honoring that. Yeah. And we talk to our women all the time about if you're making decisions in fear, then you continue to create circumstances in fear. 
So it's catching that, oh, I'm about to make a decision in fear. Can I chill? Can I, can I pause? Can I put this aside for just a moment? I love this new way of being is if you can catch the fear, like it's very real. Like you want, it's like, you feel like you need to make the decision. And actually that's another one you can catch. If you feel like you need to, like, you've got to decide this soon. That is an opportunity for you to, to get still, to release, get still tune into your truth. And then coming back to another practical example, let's say the person who's looking for a job, they get an offer for a job. And the knowingness is not there. And yes. the person offering the job says, you have 24 hours to figure Whoop. this out. Yes. How do you guide someone in that circumstance? Because then the mind's saying, well, I do have to make a decision, right? Yes. <laughs> so how the mind guide- is, how would I guide someone? You know, it depends how much trust they have. So I would probably give them an exercise to help tune into the truth and get into that feeling and then see if any clarity comes from that. Um, but again, I'm glad you brought this up. You can't get it wrong. Yeah. So, oh, so good. <laughs> you could say no to that and something else will come probably something even better mm-hmm. when you can say yes to that and you can have an experience in that job. And if it ever doesn't feel aligned, you get to say no. Right. That's the thing. Like you can always choose something different in the future. Always choose something different. Now people will put conditions on this. Well, you know, I have to work three months to get this, or I can't just be popping around to jobs. Like all of those are shoulds. All of those are coming from the mind. You always have the choice and the freedom to make a new decision. And your life of ease and flow and freedom and abundance comes from you following this inner guidance. It doesn't come from following the shoulds. Right. Oh, it's so good. Like the, the example of 24 hours to make a decision. And I would ask like, well, why would you take the job? And if someone is saying, because this could be a chance and I'm missing out, then I would say, is that a fear-based thought? Are you only considering taking the job because you're afraid you're going to miss out? And like, when we can say, oh, that's a fear that almost releases that release that like clears up some space for you to feel, do I really want this? Nope. Doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So if if there's, if there is a decision in front of you that you, it is in a present moment thing. Why do I want this? Right. Why do I want to say yes to this? And if your answer is comes from fear, like because I'll miss out or because there might not be another opportunity or because it's good enough. Yes. You get to that. There's the other side of like, Oh, this makes you feel tingly. Like I'm excited. This feels like it fell into my lap. I trust, I trust this will be for me. Then there's, there's that difference. You can just feel the mind versus like, Ooh, exciting. I'm feeling led this way. Whenever I'm um, talking to someone new and they're deciding about coaching, it's, I love saying this because I'm like, you'll know, you'll just know it will feel like a yes. And they're like, well, how long do I have to decide? I'm like, till whenever you decide, there's no time. on this. (laughs) You're free. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you want to share the example of your, okay, you're going to share. Yes. So I have an example of when I was aware of my inner guidance and I didn't listen to it. So you could, not that I, yeah, I didn't listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) And 
this is an example of how you can't get it wrong. So when we were purchasing this um, trailer that we're in right now, it we went to look at it and everything looked great, but I felt something. I'm like, just something. I could not put a, I could not have a reason. I didn't have a reason. And like, there was little things, but I'm like, it's not whatever. And then the week following it, Oh wait, step back. So, but I got very excited. I'm like a new trailer. I've been looking for this. It's a great deal. Like there was all these really exciting things and I got caught up in that energy. And so I just wanted to say, yes, I didn't really ground myself and give myself the opportunity to feel into it. And so the week following when the paperwork and the arrangements of delivery and things were happening, I could again feel it. I'm like things weren't fully flowing. And I could, I actually felt a lot of anxiety in the, in me this one day. And I'm like, Whoa, what is this about? And it was the day that we were like going to drop off the money for it. And I knew like that, that inner, <laughs> the deepest part of me knew this is about that. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. And so I acknowledged for me, I, consciously acknowledged in the process, you can say yes to this and it can be okay. So yeah. even though, you know, it's like you're yeah. being guided away from this, basically, uh-huh. I wasn't for whatever reason, ready to say no, I wasn't ready to follow that guidance. And so I, so we said yes. And then there have been some lovely opportunities and challenges. They're mostly settled down now, but when we first got it, you know, didn't have a hose or it was missing a jack that we had to replace the air conditioner something else was ripped and so there was these little things and I'm like this is what my guidance was telling me and and I could not have known these things but it was never a wrong decision I love living here I love this space it is like home I love making it our home it's so comfortable and so it was my choice to respond to the things that happened that people could say, Oh, that's bad. That's bad. Because that's what my mind wanted to do. Mm -hmm. The first thing that came up, it was like, Oh, you shouldn't have, this is what you shouldn't have bad decision. And I was like, okay. So judging the judgment of you not listening to your intuition popped up. Oh, so good. And And in that that moment, yes, it's the reminder in that moment, I get to choose, like I get Mm -hmm. to be in my power with this. I get to create my reality. I get to decide how I feel about this. And so it was an amazing experience to be able to move through choosing. And like, every time you choose, you are strengthening, you strengthening your power, strengthening your connection to your capacity and ability to choose. I love this. And it's bringing up something that we've wanted to talk about before, how a different person could say, well, you're just faking those bad things being good. Like the, the whole Pollyanna thing, like you're brushing over them and you're, you're, um, faking bad things being good. Yes. How would you respond to that? (laughs) Um, well, why, if I have a choice, why would I choose it? The opposite. Exactly. My, (laughs) my answer is like, who cares? Yeah. If I have a choice, 
I can choose that this sucks and I can like dwell in the suckiness or I can choose and say, huh, this is for me. I'm going to learn about air conditioners and I'm going to appreciate how YouTube has all of these videos and I'm going to appreciate using my brain as a tool that can learn something new in the moment. Like who cares? You, You get to choose. This is the thing I think a lot of people forget is like, it's just that simple. It's you get to choose what you want to choose. Yeah. You can choose to stay in the muck. That's your yeah. choice. And, and you I think use that you're faking it. Like you get to choose, but if you really want to lighten up, then the choice is yours. That's the thing. And what happens is people get pulled in because so many people believe and agree they have an agreement that if this happens it's bad Mm -hmm. you're part of what you're choosing is to say because all of these other people agree with that that means it's right or true Uh but it's not it doesn't because a whole bunch of people have share an opinion or a truth doesn't mean it's true or doesn't mean it's right for you you still get I'm getting so giddy because this is your magical, magical, magical power as a creator. You get to choose. You can detach from that. You can detach and create for yourself. And it's absolutely unlimited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. In this case, the mind did have the opinion of like, oh, I made a bad decision. But you knew in each moment I get to choose. I get to choose how this is. I do love my home. I love where I live and everything is working out. So then you collected the evidence of like, okay, maybe my inner being had a more flowy decision that I could have made, but Mm -hmm. it didn't really matter. I don't even know if it would have been more flowy. Yeah. Because this decision was so satisfying in so many ways that I didn't know. And I think that when you make the choice that this is for me, it can evolve into the most satisfying experience. Right. Oh my gosh. Always. So good. So one thing I want to say that I like saying when it comes to this idea of how do I make a good decision? And Abraham used to say, this is you just make a decision and line up with it because that's your power. Make it just, it's not the decision doesn't have power over you. You're the creator of your reality. So make a decision and line up with it. That feels so good. Make a decision and line up with it. I also feel like it's fun to share. A lot of times there is no decision to be made. Like when you're following, yes, when you're following that inspiration, it doesn't feel like you're making decisions. You're more tuned into your knowingness. And I'll give an example from my life, how I used to plan trips in the past would be to go on Airbnb and find all the potential houses and like stare at them and go back and forth between them. And this one looks good and this one, but what about this one? And like, what if we choose that and we're too far from the beach or whatever? And it was so much. And what I've been collecting evidence for of now is that I can get on Airbnb or whatever, when it feels fun, I can see one and I'm like, that looks perfect. Booked, done. And there's no, I just did it because we're leaving. In fact, we're leaving on Saturday and I have 
done absolutely nothing to get ready for this trip except booked our first place. I'm like, I'll feel inspired to pack when I feel inspired. I'll feel inspired to figure out the SIM card when I feel inspired or whatever. Like I just know. And it's not, should I bring this? Should I just bring that? What do I need to bring for this trip? Because we're going for longer than we've ever been. And I just, I just know. And I want to live my life like that where I'm just easy, flowy, trusting that I can't make a wrong decision because it all works out always. That's so awesome. Yeah. So you can't make a wrong decision. You're Mm -hmm. always going to get it right. Everything is for you. And you have all the power in the world to choose how you are responding to something. Right. And I would say if you notice yourself caught up in the decision-making process and taking time to go within and saying, is, is this a fear basically? Do I feel fear about something? Am I fearful in this decision? Then get, get quiet, get calm, get peaceful. Everything is perfect right now. I'm open to things working out and I don't have to make a decision right now. And I would also say like, what do I know? Like, yeah, I know these things have worked out for me in the past. Mm -hmm. I know I'm supported. I know there's lots of great options, things like that. Tuning into what the feeling of what you know in in the present moment. Love it, right. And then knowing that you really don't have to make a decision right now. If it doesn't feel good, don't make it. (laughs) It's, that is the truth. Like you don't have to make a decision. It will be presented to you and you'll know. Right. So if you're at all intrigued by this, let's just start practicing. Start practicing. I don't have to make a decision now. I'm open to guidance. I know everything's working out. That reminds me that we're going to be offering a workshop to help you tune into this inner knowing. So we're going to be offering something in January about connecting with your inner being. And the details are all still coming together, but just keep your eyes open. Um, We're so excited about helping you connect more because it's been so transformative for us. Oh my gosh. Just this, before we started this, this recording, we were sharing from our inner beings. What did your inner being say today? (laughs) What are you hearing from your inner being? And just how important it is in our truth, in living our life, in this new way of creating from the inner being, from truth on this planet. So we cannot wait to share this. Amazing. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We so appreciate you sharing this space and co-creating with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or shares, send us a message on our website, awakenyourtruth.love. We can't wait to connect more. 